Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. to Success Podcast listeners. Thank you so much for joining us for another amazing episode. This episode, I absolutely loved. I learned some new things about stress, where you carry your stress, and a new thing called a vagus nerve. I did not know anything about it until the wonderful Melanie Weller came on and explained some things to us about stress and about how stress affects your overall daily functions and how decompressing your vagus nerve can help with all of your alignment. So please take a listen to it, let us know what you think, and then follow Miss Melanie Weller as well. I hope you enjoy this episode just as much as I enjoyed recording it. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Secret to Success podcast. Today we have an and an amazing woman that will be with us today. Our guest for today is Miss Melanie Weller. How are you doing today, Miss Melanie? I'm great, Deanna. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you for being with us today. Now, Miss Melanie, if you could please share with our audience who you are, what it is that you do. Well, the conventional answer to who I am is that I'm a physical therapist, but I do much more than that. I help individuals and businesses identify and transform the physical expression of stress and story within them. And so in conventional terms, I'm also a stress management expert, and I've done that for a long time. My clinical expertise is in treating the vagus nerve as a pinched nerve. And your vagus nerve is your 10th cranial nerve. It goes from your brainstem all the way down into your pelvis. It does many, many things in the body. We are most familiar with it when we get stressed and we get a lump in our throats and our heart races, our palms sweat, 
and our digestion alters because those are all vagus nerve-mediated functions. And when we have those stress responses, it means our vagus nerve has been dialed down. Your vagus nerve is the biggest component of your parasympathetic nervous system. So it is your major pathway to grace under pressure, to pleasure, and to being in the zone where athletes and entertainers are most known to have great performances. And so when, uh, from my clinical end of things, your vagus nerve can get pinched. And it has, it is the greatest joy to take people that have been struggling with whatever's been going on with them for a long time and transform that from, and often very easily, and sometimes, and very often, I work with people both online and in person and be able to transform that uh, to free them from the story that's been going on with them for a long, long time. However, our, additionally, our businesses are also an expression of our bodies. And the, our internal stress will very often show up in our businesses, whether you have a, a small business or whether you're leading a team or a company, that we, the only rule that we ever really follow is as above, so below. And I really just learned this from listening to all sorts of uh, patients over the years that would describe what was going on in their lives to me. And they were metaphorically, what, what was happening in their lives was also happening in their bodies. You know, whether it was positive or negative, uh, it was uh, it was this very, very clear pattern. And so I've, what I've done in, is not is combine the and my anatomical background and my clinical expertise with some ancient traditions and mythologies to really look at how we store specific stress in our body and what the physical expression of that is. Wow. I'm super excited. <laughs> you know, and, well, and so like medically, I'll say like we know stress is the root of all disease and illness, right. but we don't talk about really what specifically that is. You know, we still talk about it very generally. And most physicians, right. if you go to the doctor, they're, they're not, they don't necessarily dig into really what that stress is. And even things like meditation and mindfulness don't really always get uh, like they're, they're absolutely incredible tools. And my interest, you know, my, you know, in the way that I've come through all of it is to really look for where the shortest path to your highest potential is. Like how can we make this easier and make it so that you don't have to necessarily work so hard or so that we can get these, uh, get the results faster. Awesome. So I was so in reading about you learning more about the vagus nerve. What is how can someone begin that process? Because, like you said, uh, stress not only affects you physically, but it also affects you in the business. So, what is the first step that someone should take if if they if they know they're stressing, but they're not sure, you know, like where it's coming from, or they, like you said, they go to the doctor and the doctor just says, oh, you just sure. need to change your diet. But like, where do they start? Right. Well, I have, if you, if you go to my website, melaniewelder.com and sign up at the, at the bottom of my homepage, there's an opt-in. If you sign up, it will, you will receive the link to my free vagus nerve decompression course. And it's about an hour long, and it takes you through a self-assessment of your own body and a series of exercises to correct any limitations that you find. So I would say that is step one, just to see where your stress is living. And a lot of people really know this. Like we, you know, like a lot of people will carry stress in, in their necks or at the base of their skull. They know that when they get stressed, their neck gets tight. All right. You know, or they know that when they get stressed, their digestion shifts. I have one client who, when she gets stressed, her left shoulder hurts. And it's always that body part. <laughs> <laughs> so she knows when. 
Like that's that's her threshold. So people know, you know, people often know, you know, they have an idea of what of what that is. Mm-hmm. But we don't really have an idea of how to un, untangle it. And um, the way that I, uh, the system I've developed really came out of uh, me in the midst of my own midlife crisis and trying to navigate my own stress while already being a vagus nerve expert at this point. And I took some time off and did a, a bunch of reading because I was, uh, I was realizing that I was not being fully authentic in my business and I needed to figure out how to make my business align with my, uh, my authentic self more fully. And one of the books I read was Graham Hancock's Fingerprints of the Gods. And in it, he talks about how mythology, among many things, was a mode of communicating science. So, for example, the Egyptian myth of Isis and Osiris has the numbers of the Earth's processional cycle in it. So the story was the way they communicated the cosmology. They just didn't write in scientific writing the way we do today. And my physical therapy brain went, oh, what's 20? So the earth is currently at about a 23 and a half degree tilt. And my physical therapy brain was like, oh, well, what's 23 and a half degrees from the midline of the body? And the opening where your vagus nerve comes out of the base of your skull is 23 and a half degrees from the center of where your spinal cord exits. And, And because of my background in biomechanics, I put together all of these I call them critical angles, and, and they're angles that I've treated for a long time. Like for example, they're a normal rotation that you're, between your first and second cervical vertebrae is 47 degrees to each side, and the Earth, um, there are 40. There's, it's a 47 de- degree angle between the pole stars that the Earth points at over thousands and thousands of years. And like our anterior cruciate ligaments and our knees sit at a 47 degree angle. So one, I think we are fractals of the cosmos and that there's a bigger, when I talk about alignment, I talk not only about alignment within yourself, but alignment really with the big, big picture that we all have this internal cosmology that determines our reality. And these critical angles I find are incredibly powerful at resolving uh, longstanding stress and pain and you know, even um, just like behavioral patterns. <laughs> the second part of it came to me. Uh, I had been studying astrology just for myself, and the uh, I have a favorite. My favorite anatomical picture of anything ever is a compilation of MRI images to give you a, a visual of what the ventricles in your brain look like. And the ventricles in your brain make cerebral spinal fluid. And it's been my favorite picture for probably 20 years. But I, the first time I looked at it after I started studying astrology, I thought, wow, it looks just like the ram's horns in Aries. And in astrology, Aries rules the head. Huh. And so then I wondered where the rest of it was. And it works this way the whole way through the body, the way you're Highway bone in your throat sits on top of your larynx, looks very much like the symbol for Taurus, and Taurus rules the throat. And your aortic arch is the same shape as the symbol for Leo, and Leo rules the heart. And so every one of these Western astrology signs has an anatomical correlate. And so then you can use the story to help uncover the spiritual underpinnings of the physical dysfunction, and I have turned it into a form of energy medicine as well. And, and, uh, and created a system then for also mapping these same things that go on within the body within a business. And it works not only through Western astrology, it works w- with the Greek and Roman mythology, it works through Egyptian mythology, it works through uh, the Vedas, the Hindu mythology, and uh, I haven't totally delved into Chinese mythology and, you know, some others yet, but it works every time I dig into it, it just, it works across every system that, and I think that some of these myths were certainly, we know ancient, we are uncovering more and more evidence 
through anthropology and archaeology that ancient people knew much more than yes. we have historically believed. Yes. And so to think of this mythology as a mode of scientific uh, information is incredibly useful in resolving stress and really getting to the root of many, many problems. And story has really... Uh, the difference between acute, subacute pain and chronic pain, as well as chronic, uh, and I would expand that to include chronic beliefs and chronic behavior patterns and chronic limiting, uh, like chronic limiting beliefs, limiting behaviors, uh, is that chronic pain lives, those chronic issues live in our, are stuck in our limbic system, which is where our emotions are. And so you need an emotional key to unlock it from there. And you, like, you can't logic yourself out of that. And story is really what connects us emotionally. People don't emotionally connect when I speak in anatomical and technical terms, but when I <laughs> frame what's happening with them in a story, <laughs> they get it. That, you know, that really creates an emotional connection. And then things start to stress. Sleep, recovery, whether we're in the gym or at work, these things shape how we perform. I know I have a combination of both stress and sleep. When you're running a multi-million dollar company as the COO, your stress levels are high and your sleep is pretty minimal. You lay down at night, but you have work on your mind and it's going and going and going and you can't quite get to sleep. And then once you get that comfortable position and you doze off, your alarm clock goes off and it's time to wake up. And then I wake up exhausted because I really didn't sleep. I wake up not ready for the day. My alert level is extremely low and it's really hard to have a productive day when you're in that type of physical condition. One thing I've added to my daily routine and it's helped make a noticeable difference for me is new calm. See, when I first got my new calm and I went in and I set it up, it was an easy process. Uh, uploading the app, getting everything together was so easy to do. And then when I used it that first night, I noticed that I actually got a little more sleep than I normally got. My mind was a little calmer than normal. When I woke up the next day, I was I had more alertness than I had in a while and I was excited and I was ready for the day and I had a very productive day because I was able to focus. And now I have more alertness. I'm not falling asleep during training because I slept at night. My nights have been extremely wonderful. My mind is calm, so my body is able to rest because my mind isn't going and it's really helped me because I know at night I need to go to sleep in enough time so I can put on my new calm and I can uh, have enough time to rest and then wake up alert and ready to go in the morning. And I wake up earlier now than I used to before new calm. See, it's imperative to your health and happiness to be able to manage stress and not be managed by it. And new calm gives you the power and control to relax and recharge anywhere, anytime. You can own the day with a new calm. The whole process is easy to use and to work into your daily routine to achieve better sleep, reduction in stress, and boost in recovery. So do what I did. Own the day with new calm. We have a special link set up specifically for our Secret to Success listeners. Go to successnewcalm.com and get 50% off your 30-day subscription of new calm and their money-back guarantee. That's success, N-U-C-A-L-M dot com. Success, dot com. Change. The leading pain science experts will all tell you that they get really excited when somebody cries or get, gets angry in front of them because they know they're going to get better. It's wow. the people with a flat affect that they worry about. And I've been great at making people cry for years and sometimes get angry. <laughs> Usually because they can't believe it was that easy to get better. Or that they you know, right. used to change. They're like, why didn't anybody tell me to do this years and years ago? And the, um, but to create that emotional response, story is really powerful. In this, and there's science to support the, uh, 
the hormonal and neurological uh, uh, influence of story on the body. Wow. So, Miss Melanie, you have just shared a lot with us, and for for the audience that understood what she said, I congratulate you, and I need you to go check out her her website so you can get started <laughs> on your on your process of healing. <laughs> but for our audience who doesn't understand the importance of alignment and knowing. Mm-hmm that there's more out there than just what's directly in front of you. How how would you get them to understand that what you're going through, there is a there is a relief to that because if you do not if you do not get this looked at or if you do not take the steps to to not this not like it's not just a overnight fix or it's not just to go to the doctor and do this. It's a it's something deep down within how how would you explain to them to step out of the box to look for help? Right. So um, I guess I've you know I've been a physical therapist for about twenty five years, and I guess I'm I'm old and bold enough now to you know as people are telling me their stories, you know, and what's going on with them, and when they have resistance to change, it's like, well, tell me what's you know, I think of sometimes we have to all take a hard look in the mirror and say, like, why am I stuck in, the, in my own story or why do I have this resistance? Because if I'm not where I want to be, I can't keep doing the same thing that I'm doing. <laughs> right. You know, and I, um, you know, and starting with the vagus nerve, stuff is really easy because it's it's a it's a good entry point because it's structural it's you know all biomechanically based and it uh, and literally the research shows that vagus nerve when they apply electrical stimulation to the vagus nerve that it literally remaps your brain Hmm. so as you start to unlock your body and get into a flow state so uh, stress and trauma always affect the voice and the breath. And we can relate to that because when like, we get surprised or um, stressed or experience a trauma, like we, like we gasp mm-hmm. and we might scream or we might not be able to scream <laughs> and we might lose our voices. And your vocal cords, and your diaphragm are horizontally oriented muscles. And so the exercises that I've devised are all about opening up horizontal structures in the body so that you can get more flow. I frame this in terms of compressing the vagus nerve, but when, like if your diaphragm is tight, it's not only your vagus nerve that's compressed, it's your esophagus, it's your aorta, it's your inferior vena cava, you know, your diet, you're not going to be able to breathe as well. And so getting some more space in your body also gives you some more space in your head for other ideas and other things to come forward. Okay. So when it comes to the unpinching of the vagus nerve and, and having that flow, how have how has how I'm trying to see how to phrase this question <laughs> when it comes to business how has how does that help because you just you just said it it opens up sure uh, it opens, it opens up more right creativity. so so then right so then entrepreneurs are able to have greater access to innovation and creativity mm-hmm. so new ideas come to them they build better. Uh, relationships with other people and you start to see where for example your um, like say your warrior is at odds with your desires or that your (laughs) flexibility is at odds with your emotions or that your leadership is at odds with your practicality and you start to see these patterns because they're specific 
you know, because these are the specific things that go with the different compression points. You know, this is what I help people see. I help people, uh, I often say I help people see into the dark <laughs> to see what, you know, what the, those, what the underpinnings are of the situation. And when you can see things, then you really have the power to change it. But it does, it, it opens up. I've worked with artists and other uh, creative professionals, and it opens up the space. Having a well-functioning vagus nerve opens up the space for flow, and it's part of the physiologic mechanism that helps you get into a flow state, mm-hmm. which is where we experience deep creativity and when we're, we're like fully engaged in a task and we lose track of time because we're so... Uh, so into it and your vagus nerve is part of that mechanism and so when um and it's part of what like meditation makes your vagus nerve healthier it's part of what gets you into a meditative state and into what one of the research terms for it that i really love is the deep now Hmm. and because when we're stressed we're usually stuck in the past or we're projecting into the future and we're not in the present. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Ashley, so when we're stressed or like when we're, you know, if we think about being worried about something, you know, it's usually we're worried about something that's ha- already happened or we're worried about something that might happen. And we're not really being present with ourselves. And not being present with yourself definitely affects not only you physically, mentally, emotionally, but it also affects your business. It also affects your family. Because if you're not Absolutely. present, you're also missing out. Absolutely. So your vagus nerve gives you a huge, it really opens the door to being present. And then you are able to make better decisions you're able to make more uh, you're able to be more creative you're able to be more innovative you're able to solve problems at a level that you uh, often previously were not and you start attracting things to yourself in new ways too as you shed these patterns So earlier, Ms. Melanie, uh, before we before we started, you said that we're going. I'm going to manifest or create silence. Can you let us know the importance of and how and and how you create when it comes to having the vagus nerve unblocked or unpinched in your business? Because, like you said before, it it. Mm-hmm. It helps you become more creative, but the actual creating of, cause, and you just said, you know, you're not in the present. So if you combine being present with um, having your vagus nerve unpinched, how does how does that allow you to master your creation? Well, that's a. Uh, I think there's a lot of ways to to tell that story, the easiest way might be, um, all right, so the science would tell you that, that there's a whole bunch of science around having your, uh, your heart, so the, the gold standard measure of the vagus nerve is called heart rate variability, and there's over 200,000 research articles about it. And your, um, when your heart rate variability of your heart is uh, synced with your brain waves, and they call that heart-brain coherence. There's, uh, there's lots of research and lots of and people like Joe Dispenza and Greg Braden um, are out talking about these things on a big platform. Where I, I integrated a little bit differently because we are fundamentally made in Trinity. And so I think you have to have the heart and the brain, but you also have to bring in a third part to that. So in terms of chakras, you know, I will often have people work on moving energy from their like their second chakra or like from their pelvis up through the, to their heart and then to their head, but you're really clearing a channel um, 
through all the way through. And your heart, recent research shows that your heart is not really a pump, it's a vacuum. So your heart literally sucks things into you. <laughs> you know, it's an, it's an attraction point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It is mechanically a vacuum, more of a vacuum than it is a pump. <laughs> and so, um, so working with the, with energy and imagery is a lot of how I work with people because that because when you work with the imagery, you really get into the get into the story. Mm. You know, so for example, we talked earlier about how Leo rules the heart. So I might have, and Leo is represented by a lion. So I might have people. Tell me what the lion in their heart looks like and have them and take them through a guided process of resolving that. And there's many ways, you know, the, the research around, I have, I have formal training in mind body medicine too. And so, and the research around using things like drawing and meditation and breath and movement to resolve these things is overwhelming. It all helps to uh, create long-term positive transformation. I am determined to be rich. The middle class is not for me. I need news that cares about me. And not news that's going to scare me or make me mad at another people. I need news without politics. And I want news that will point me to the money. This is the news where it happens. The moments that changed the world. These are the stories we need. The info that we care about. We only give you news that puts money in your pocket. And the news that gives us an advantage. This is the work that continues. Who we are today. And what we can become. Tomorrow. That's it. This is where news without agendas can lead us. Your wealth matters. This is why more perspectives make us stronger and how our mission can inspire tomorrow this is journalism that helps the world we live in this is makes it news where my system i believe is really strong is in that the vagus nerve has so many influences and that the way i use story I believe is quite literally how the cosmos is coded into us. And so mm. it's like speaking to the body in its original language. Okay. And Antonio, he um he has he introduced me to oh I cannot remember his name right now. Um but he's uh the book of like the book of Ra and we um the book of one and they they would he talks about how we're all interconnected and you know and then we are yes and it the more I watched it and the more I just I thought I've, I've I, okay so I thought I was always weird <laughs> I thought there was more <laughs> so like there has to be more it's not just there's no way that this one planet holds all of us, and and we're just sure. there, there's no way that's possible, right? And no, and we're so much bigger. Yes, yes, yes. Right, <laughs> and then, and then listening to the teachings and um, because it's a, it's a show. I, I hate that I cannot remember his name right now, but he's on Gaia, and he talks about just the different the different levels of ascension and to know that we are all one in this and we are a part of the universe, it, it, it makes you think differently. So my, my question to you is knowing that information, if, some, if one was to know that and understand that, that we are one, how, how important is it for us to understand that in regards to our stress and and actually being able to release that stress and understanding that right. everything is connected, like how how important oh, is that for? Right. Oh, I would say it's. I mean, it's like the. Um, I mean, I think that realizing that you're part of something bigger is everything, and that it's not entirely about you. 
you know, that you being able to step out of your story and that you're part of a bigger story. You know, and to and to see your story play out in the big um, in the big picture. When we and the research shows when we experience awe, it is incredibly good for our bodies. <laughs> you know, when we see an <laughs> amazing mountain or like, you know, look at a sunset or a sunrise. <laughs> that mm-hmm. experiencing awe is absolutely um you know, is incredibly powerful. And to think about, you know, the awe beyond even the many awesome things that are on this earth, <laughs> I think is, mm-hmm. you know, to, to keep building that and keep expanding that, I think is in- incredibly powerful. And to bring it back kind of, I'll just give you a, a personal example. You know, so I have, I have a lot of letters after my name from my professional association. <laughs> like I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm board certified and I'm a certified athletic trainer and I've got another geriatric certification too. And I, for years with my business, really tried to be entirely, you know, even if I was using some of these soft skills (laughs) about story, I was really stuck in the, you know, just presenting as the evidence-based of it. Mm -hmm. And then when, um, but I'll tell you, like, as I've evolved with my own story, I see myself very much as the high priestess in, in archetypal terms. And it never ceases to amaze me that when I show up as the high priestess, like if I start to hide behind my credentials, my business will fall flat. If I really step into high priestess mode and I am authentic to myself and I talk about these story things and I've got all of this scientific credentials, you know, these evidence-based credentials, I will tell you that using them is not always or even often the fastest way to get somebody better, (laughs) the fastest way to create change. (laughs) And so being, you know, as I've seen the difference in this and as I really come forward with myself, my business has completely transformed. And I would tell you that my business wounding was a third chakra one or like one of like in, sort of in my stomach, like one of self. And I would, you know, and I'll tell you that my, uh, that what I do is largely about decompressing my own vagus nerve. You know, this is the prop. We're all doing what we most need to heal ourselves. Mm. And when you realize that and you, and you connect with the, the self-compassion in that, then that's really the most potent magical transformational space that uh, that you can be in. And that's yeah, part like of the it. whole bigger picture. We're all here solving a problem. <laughs> right. <laughs> so if you can elaborate as when you say, when you step in as the, the grand priestess, can you break down to our audience what you mean by 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 grand priestess and being your author sure. so um in siberian shamanism they this is just this just there uh, are many it goes beyond this but there's in siberian shamanism they would say that you have there are seven spirit twins and they're they're like their archetypes are you know characters that sort of that we come with and they they would say that you are primarily one of these seven and their seven are that you're the healer the magus which would be like the priest uh, teacher warrior protector messenger or executor Hmm. and you know we can all relate to people like we know people that are like we all have people that are the like we know who the jester in our lives is, <laughs> you know who the funny person <laughs> is, right. and we know who the wise, like the sage, we know who the wise person is. And so, you know, but you know, so they're just different. You know, we we have these different types, and so Siberian shamanism would say that you embody primarily one, you know, and then you maybe have a secondary one, but really. I think it's really helpful to to see yourself. You're you're always everything at every level. You know, so for me, the high priestess is really um, some combination of the healer and the 
magus the you know the like the healer and the priest to you know that i um bring the healing and the wisdom that goes with it or i'm merging the science and the wisdom together and so uh and i recognize where i even tried you know that even as uh that this is that my path has been to heal my own childhood wounds and that as a, you know and children are very often trying to absorb their parents wounds wow. so that their parents don't have to hurt so much you know and you know but children just don't have the cognitive ability to re- you know they don't recognize they have to always have the words for what they're doing <laughs> <laughs> yeah my son always watches to me and he's like are you okay mommy i'm like yeah sweetie i'm okay yeah and he just connected something for me <laughs> yeah absolutely and so i'm excited to hear that and so to be able to um uh, so, you know, even if I'm going for, like, I do a lot of teaching online, too. I train people in my process, and I teach classes and st- stress management techniques and things like that. And mm-hmm. the, uh, and really, oh, I'll say, uh, and, and in flipping the stress management pieces into performance enhancement strategies as well. And, but even when I go to teach, I enter through the door of the high priestess. You know, that's my, that's for me, that's my sweet spot. And we all have these sweet spots. And when you really get that clarity around what your, um, you know, what your spirit twin, what your archetype is, then uh, it gives you a lot of power for transformation and healing too. Like when I first realized this for my, uh, for myself, um, I initially saw myself more as the queen, which and there are people in my life that would tell you would tell you that that <laughs> that that's not uh, that that resonates with them. <laughs> I'm very comfortable in that role. <laughs> and the um, but when I would get, I so I had this image of what she looked like, and I realized that I'm the only one that can take off my crown. And that I get to take up all the space that I need to take up. I have a big fluffy cape with a train. <laughs> it takes up <laughs> lots of space. And that I always have to dance with other people's energies, but I never have to shrink. And I had historically always been a shrinker. Wow. And wh- when I would get stressed or when I would get in confrontation with someone, you know, and I'll say that was um, uh, most often a family member. <laughs> I would realize that, oh, my gosh, my my crown is off to the side and my dress is, you know, my cape is crumpled. <laughs> and I would literally just imagine myself fluffing it all back up and straightening it. And as I did that over and over, I got so much more solid in who I am and started navigating stressful situations with grace under pressure that I had never previously been able to access. And so this is, that's kind of my special sauce on stress management and on performance is to put a lot of the imagery with it and to use the mythology so that you get out of your own story but it's still very grounded in science and it's still very grounded in the body. And at the end of the day, you can do all the mindset uh, things that you want. And mindset is it's incredibly, incredibly important. And that's part of what I work with as well. But your mind will lie to you all day long. Your body will tell you the truth. <laughs> and so by putting it in the body and really connecting with it in the body, it's a more potent and powerful uh, potion to transformation. Wow. Wow. Thank you. You, we, because something that you said, there's, there's two, two questions that I have for you. Um, there's something you, you stated 
the mind will lie to you all day, but the body will tell you the truth. And mm-hmm. we always think once we get our mindset straight that everything else will flow. That right, and that's not the case. Like if you think about right. when you when something sounds good on paper, but it doesn't feel good inside of you, it never works out. So that's your body telling you don't don't do that. <laughs> your body's telling you don't do that. <laughs> and, and like listen to your body. <laughs> so, and, and sometimes there are. I mean, there are. Situ- I like. I mean, it's a, it's. I'll say that's the that's the simplistic answer. There are. Um, you know, there it is important to also learn. Sometimes you have to do some to train your body to feel safe, right? As well, but that's still it's the body's response. And you, if you continually violate your body's recommendations, <laughs> you will get sick in some way, shape, or form, or you will stop manifesting business, or you will. Um, you know, it will show up one way or another in your life as a drain because it's, because you, um, uh, because, and I will say just because that's the way it works, (laughs) but because, you know, because your body's really, it's dominating all of it. And, And for the, um, there's a Harvard professor that, a psychiatrist that wrote a book called, that's called The Body Keeps the Score. And that's, that's, a very uh, that's a core textbook for most uh, psychiatrists and uh, mental health professionals. You know, it's really about being in the body. And talk therapy works overwhelmingly better uh, when it's combined with a body intervention too. Even if it's yoga, massage, acupuncture, something like that. And so it's uh, so you really have to to get to know your body and to get to know how your body says yes and how your body says no. <laughs> to, and to get to create harmony within your whole system, so that you're really clear on that, mm-hmm. um, is super important. You know, we're all we know we're all on the hamster wheel in our heads most of the time. Oh, okay. <laughs> and the um, and so and I don't think being in your head is necessarily a bad thing, but being in your head the way we're usually in our heads is not usually a productive. <laughs> Thing, that you, right. you know that we we don't know how to be in our bodies like we're in our like in, the, in your mind is just a very um uh you know it, uh, i will say it's it's not generally a trustworthy thing or like you've got to double you've got to double check it you need the backup system of your body your body has to be in agreement for things to um with with decisions and i think you know i often you know when i um, uh, think about people that end up in tragic situations. Like, gosh, like, what if they knew how to connect with their bodies? Would that have, would it have been a different outcome? You know, would they, have, would they have, would their day have taken them in that direction? Uh, you know, I don't know the answer to that because it's not my work. Is I'm working on my book right now, and my work is not broad enough. You know, spread <laughs> to the masses enough to yeah. get a sense of that, but. I do, but as, uh, you know, for my clients and for myself, as we've all uh, connected more with our bodies and used the body as guidance and, and, you know, and it doesn't mean that you shut out your logic. It just means that you've, um, you're looking for, uh, for agreement between your head and your body. Gotcha. And at what point will a person know if their head and their body are now in agreement with each other? <laughs> well, that's what I teach. If they want to know that, <laughs> you can go to my website or you can email me at ask at com. And that's absolutely part of what I teach. I'm doing right now a free awesome. series on uh, what I call evidence-based shamanism. So it's all the, like the okay. mind-body Skills. And so, and although if you um, sign up for, if you sign up for my email list, it'll give you the link to that. And if it gets you the, and, or, and the, it, it's on my website too. But if you sign up for the evidence-based shamanism, shamanism series, you get all the recordings to the classes that I've, the past classes that I've done as well. 
That is awesome. So we will make sure. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no. So, um, so I do. I teach. I I teach some of this for free regularly. You know, I work with people one on one, and I work within businesses and organizations as well. Awesome. We will definitely make sure that we put all of your contact information in the show notes, ladies and gentlemen. Reach out. Whether you are skeptical or not, you need to understand that everything is connected. And reaching out to Ms. Melanie and learning that and working with her will definitely help you in connection with that and help you find the birthplace of your stress so you can relieve it and grow your business. That's one of the the greatest things that I've learned is a, a lot of stress. Because when you said our kids, our kids not not knowing what they're doing, but wanting to take away our stress from us. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. I recognize how I did that for my for my parents. I have a whole I did a whole talk on stage about it last year <laughs> about. Um, you know, that I've been living the myth of ISIS and Osiris and that I've been functioning like ISIS trying to heal everybody. And my midlife crisis was about falling uh, falling apart. Osiris and the myth got chopped into pieces. And, you know, and we use dismemberment metaphors in our language all the time. We say our hearts get broken, our lives get shattered, we're falling apart, we can't get it together. And so... Um, you know, and children are very often, you know, they're trying to be the glue for us because we haven't done our work. <laughs> and so <laughs> it's, um, you know, and it's hard. Life can be, you know, life can be really hard. But I think there's always, um, when you can make sense of it and find meaning in it, that's really important. That's that's really, really important and empowering. And the research supports that and... um my experience of clients supports that, and you know, if when you really have uh, deep meaning in the deep now, then you then you're really in your deep power. That is awesome, Miss Melanie. I greatly appreciate you joining us today. You have shed light on things that, for those of us who think we're weird, you just helped us not feel so weird so thank you <laughs> oh you're very welcome i live in new orleans where we let our where we parade our weird so <laughs> and that's one of my lessons too i will tell you like yes for you know like it's important to be to, to let that side of you show it really is right i i was i when i was i'm sorry no go ahead please oh i'll just say one one last i know i'm uh because every time i've shared my story and my intuition and how I came to all of this in more detail, the overwhelming response that people give me is me too. Hmm. Like when I share my weirdness, they're like, oh, this is how I'm weird. <laughs> and let's be weird together. <laughs> it's the, but like people don't, I have not been shunned. It's been overwhelmingly like, oh, thank goodness. Some, I can, you know, I have somebody that I can share this with. Right. <laughs> Because I can, I can promise you, there's a large, a large section of Antonio's audience who is going to feel very relieved after hearing this episode because we do believe that there is more than just what is. Like there, we're we are all connected. There's more than Absolutely. what it just is, and you know. And we meditate for clarity. We want to make sure that we are in alignment with source. But what you, for me, what you brought to it was you can't be in. You can't always, it's just not a thought process to be in alignment with source. There's a physical aspect that you have to think about as well. And you just opened that up to me. So I am grateful <laughs> for oh, our I'm so, conversation I'm so today. To have, to have opened that, yeah, to have opened that up for you, that's, um, that is my uh, uh, that is my drug of choice. Like when people really start to connect the, connect the dots, like that just makes me feel so amazing. So thank you for making my day in having seen that. And as a, you know, as a clinician, I like algorithms and decision making trees. So I've made this very like you know I've created a very uh, you know somewhat of a clinical 
approach to it. Yeah, you know, I call my process story prescription, but it's a it is very. But yes, it is it is in the body, and that there is a logical way to um, to address this. And, and I thank you for that. And until you just connected another dot for me as well, because Antonio. He, he always tells us, he said, when you look at highly successful people, and not just successful people, monetarily successful people, but those who are successful, all like they have a wholeness in their success, they're not overweight. They look like you. If you look at them at the age of 24 and they're 20 years older, they look the exact same, if not better. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, he said it's, it's how they treat their bodies. It's how they take care of their diet. But most importantly, they understand the wholeness. And you help connect that dot for me as well. Because, like, it's not all about mindset. And we think it's all about mindset. If I just change my mindset, this will change. No, it's a, it's a, it's a wholeness to it. It's not just mind. It's mind, body, and spirit. And you can't just change one. You have to put them all together and focus on them all together. Absolutely. So thank you for definitely connecting those dots. And ladies and gentlemen, I hope you are listening to everything that Dr. Dr. Melanie is saying. Today. <laughs> I'm not a doctor, but it's, a, yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> that, Ms., that Ms. Melanie is saying today because, it's important. It's not just important for the growth of your business, but just your personal well-being, your personal health altogether. You know, like like you were saying earlier, Ms. Melanie, stress is the number one cause of all illness. But if you take the time to just focus on the healing of yourself, mind, body, and spirit, you will be able to release the stress. And like you said, release stresses from childhood that a lot of us are carrying and not realizing it until it's too late. And now we've shared that stress with our children and they're growing up on top of their own stresses and it's just a, con- a consistent cycle. So I thank you very much for sharing with us today and I thank you more so for doing what it is that you do because I've paid attention and you also connected science with spirituality, mythology, Everything that I love. <laughs> like I absolutely, absolutely, I used to think I was weird until I, I I met Antonio, and I'm like, you cannot tell me that these things don't exist. They're across all cultures. How can you tell me that they just from the mythology of the different types of creatures of mythology? But and then not only that, astronomy where one culture will call the stars this, another culture yep. will call it that, but they still have the same meaning. Like you were saying, when I connected them with each different culture, it all came together. It still yes. matched. So thank you, because you, you just made me feel so much <laughs> more excited <laughs> about it, because it's all connected. You know, there is, we are one. Literally, we are one, and once we understand that and learn that and stop shunning certain things, we'll be able to grow and free ourselves in general. So I I thank you for what you do, and I thank you for joining us today. Oh, thank you so much. I I am so grateful for this opportunity and this incredible conversation that we had, and I'm I'm incredibly grateful to have a help you connect some dots today. That's very exciting to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ms. Melanie, again, can you please let our audience know how they can find you? Sure. My website is my name. It's Melanie Weller, M-E-L-A-N-I-E-W-E-L-L-E-R.com. And you just scroll to the bottom of the homepage to sign up for my email list, and it'll send you a bunch of things. And there's events and other information that you can access there as well. And if you want to contact me directly, please feel free to email me at ask at MelanieWeller.com. And I um, would love to have a discovery call. Or to, I, love, I love it when people reach out to me, so please do. Awesome. Well, thank you so, again, thank you so very much, Ms. Melanie, for joining us today for the Secret to Success podcast. And I just have one final question for you before we close out. Ms. Melanie, what has been your secret to your success? Oh, um, 
making myself, uh, I'll say, stepping out, stepping out into the, being visible. I am masterful Mm -hmm. at being invisible. (laughs) And so really stepping, uh, stepping out as my authentic self, like in this conversation that we had today where I brought all of myself to the table. That, um, yeah, so I mean that visibility, maybe that's the best way to say it. That like when you bring all of yourself to the table and you don't think you have to leave your the weird part of you behind or to hide some piece of who you are that's uh that has been the, that changed everything for me all right thank you so much Ms. melanie ladies and gentlemen be you no matter what whether you think it's weird whether you being called weird for doing it, just be you because that's the greatest part of you. That's the authentic you. Thank you so much for joining us for the Secret to Success podcast. I'm looking forward to seeing each and every one of you. When the pandemic began, I had the biggest problem in the world, not making money. The pandemic was actually quite a blessing for me as it almost made me a billionaire. I came really close. So the pandemic was a blessing. It was hiring people. And get this, everybody. I had 48 job positions open during the pandemic. $22 an hour with paid training. And I could not find a single person for two years to fit any of those 48 job positions. Hear me well. 48 job positions, $22 an hour, paid training, and I couldn't find someone, not one person, for those job positions. Now, is it because I hire slowly? True, but it's because I wasn't using ZipRecruiter, and that's a fact. I wasn't getting to the right people for the right position to fit my right culture and there are so many different things that you can do this summer as a matter of fact you can free up as much time as you want to but if you're not using ZipRecruiter you're probably not going to free up that time if you're attempting to hire people so what is ZipRecruiter what is probably the greatest job finder (laughs) that's out there and that's why you need Zip Recruiter. You need it so you can find the right candidates. Now, it's not that Zip Recruiter helps you find jobs. It's more accurately that Zip Recruiter takes your culture, takes your job, takes what you're looking for, and immediately matches them with the perfect candidate. And if, the, if, it's, if they can't find a perfect candidate, they will skip over that person and then give you the perfect candidate for you. ZipRecruiter uses one of its most powerful tools, which is the technology itself, to match the right candidates up with your job. You can easily review uh, their recommendations and easily review their recommended candidates and invite these candidates to apply for your top positions. Additionally, ZipRecruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy for you to filter out, uh, review, and rate candidates. Four out of five employees uh, have been used by four out of five employers on ZipRecruiter. It is a blessing. And no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one hiring site in the world based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of this year, January 1st. My friends, soak up everything I said. It's not an ad. This is a personal testimony of how I found the right people to sit in the right seat on the right bus. Without ZipRecruiter, it wouldn't have been possible. So how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about? Well, you go to Zip. Recruiter.com slash B2B.
all spelled the regular way. That's Zip, Z-I-P, Recruiter, Aura, E-C, Aura, U-I-T-E-R, ZipRecruiter.com slash B-2-B. And I promise you, you will be grateful that you did so. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash B-2-B. It's also in the show notes.